0: Welcome to the first No Guts, No Galaxy MechWarrior podcast. My name is Phil, aka Phelan Kel, and I'll be your host tonight. Uh, it is Halloween, October 31st, 2011, and with me i got a few guys who are uh, going to be our uh, other hosts and guests. Um, today we had a change of plans and one of ours couldn't make it because it got cut up in the snow. Up north I got hit up in uh, you know New York, Jersey, and Canada and all that, so we'll get them on next time. Um, so let's do some introductions. We've got first up, uh, Darren.
1: Hey, I'm uh, Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and want to just give a quick shout out to my friends in Wolves in Exile and Tin Can Heroes. Alright,
0: All right. our other guest
1: is Brandon. Brandon, you want to say who you are? Yeah, certainly.
2: Uh, my name is Brandon. Uh, I go by the handle of Catric Hell. I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Bellark and all you other hotshot pilots out there.
0: All right, and again, my name's Phil, and uh, I'd like to just give a shout-out to all my brothers and sisters out there. You know who you are, Semper Fidelis Brothers. All right, so moving on, we've got uh, a quick discussion. A lot of stuff is going on today, and uh, we actually changed up our whole sort of discussion of today because of the final release of information. So uh, we're all giddy as can be. Um, So let's first talk real quick about Intersphere News and sort of, that springing up and out of nowhere and uh if you guys aren't familiar with that basically um you know it was this twitter account and it was created and it's been releasing just these little increments of a scrambled picture and it's just like teasing us
1: <laughs> um so
0: what did what did you guys think the picture was being revealed
1: well first of all uh yeah i want to reiterate big day for BattleTech and MechWarrior warrior fans today um the picture that uh, uh, PK is uh, d- referring to here is um, the kind of the pre-release artwork from the new uh, Mech Warrior project that is on the horizon. Um, I, you know, I'm very happy to see the the final image. It's amazing artwork. Uh, you know, we know who the artist is. He's great. Um, and yeah, it definitely just leaves me wanting more and ready to play this game.
0: Yeah, and if, if you guys aren't, you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, first off, Google Intersphere News Twitter uh, and check it out. And it hasn't been uh, well, confirmed about the, the artist, but everyone sort of knows. Uh, we're just throwing that out there. So, FD, yeah, if you're also, listening to this, we know it's you, buddy.
1: <laughs> also, uh, um, we will link to this uh, on our website. So, just um, with our podcast links and so forth, you can find any links that we refer to within our podcast
0: So what about you, uh, Brandon? I mean, did you think it was the Atlas at the beginning? Because remember, a lot of speculation was going on. People were thrown out. I think I saw Warhammer, Rifleman. Oh, it's a, a, you know, Cyclops and whatnot. And uh, what were your thoughts early on?
2: Well, uh, honestly, I I didn't really know what to think. I kind of came into it a little bit late. I got about halfway of the, I kind of came into it halfway through the image being uh, already assembled. Uh, honestly, right until probably a little bit, well, I think always in the back of my mind, I knew it was a, an atlas there, but I always kind of wanted to see it be a Cyclops, I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> I actually thought it was going to be an archer early on, uh, just yes. because some of the, the leg segments and so forth, but, uh, man, he makes a great atlas. How, what do you think of that, uh, catapult in the background, Tom, okay. Yeah, so, a little joke, <laughs> it
0: was a few days ago when, uh, the, uh, back mech was sort of blurred out i mean it sort of had these shoulder licking pods and i was like oh my god it's got to be an alice uh, i mean it's got to be a catapult catapult i mean it's got to be and uh, so it, again we were proven wrong um so anyways again our our podcast got changed and we've got a lot of uh stuff we're going to be covering and we thought it would only be appropriate first mech warrior online that's what it's called that's what it's going to be I'm stoked. And what we're going to do is we're going to go over the facts. And uh, the reason we're going over this is we think it's a little bit more prevalent to our first podcast and then also with the news release. And there are a lot of questions and speculation that are going to go into these. So um, I think that's about it as far as uh, the, the Twitter, uh, Intersphere News. Obviously, stay up to date with mechware Online. I'd also recommend going to the website. And again, we'll have the information for you guys. Register your your alias, call sign, whatever you want to talk about. Mine, my original, kel is already taken. Whoever you are, I'll find you. Um, but we're going to roll into MechWarrior Online. So
1: This is also just uh, for your information. You can go to the website directly. Was you're listening to this, it's mwomercs.com.
0: Alright, so first question, um, and I think this is actually uh, pretty important. Will MechWarrior Online be PC exclusive? Now, the answer they give us on their website is at this time there's no other planes to put on on any other console or platform so right there pc exclusive which means all the focus all the energy will be for us which uh, Amen. Awesome, you know? <laughs> so what do you what do you guys think about that i mean are you, are you stoked i mean are you sort of disappointed that uh you know xbox or ps3 or any of that didn't get brought into this
1: um, my personal feeling is that, uh, well, I'm not a console player. Um, you know, I, I do from time to time. It's fun. But to me, the best games are PC-based. Uh, I love the fact that they're it's one platform because they will put all of their um, energy and development into the game that we're playing and not have to worry about the other stuff. Also, I think that their free-to-play method for the game, really only will work on the PC. It's not something that will work on consoles anyway. And I like free to play, so I am all for this and can't wait.
2: Oh, uh, if I can jump in here for a minute, guys. Um, yeah, shoot. Man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of really happy about this whole PC only. Uh, but on the other side, I'm also a little bit sad because not only, because not everyone, because if this re- requires a lot of system requirements, which usually free to play games don't. But not everyone out there has top of the end PCs. Uh, not a lot of people have um, PCs that are dedicated to gaming, I should say. Um, so, with that in mind, instead of going and spending $500, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred, as much as you want on a on a PC to play this, the console is, I guess, in the most part, a cheaper uh, a cheaper way to get access to games of I I'm going to say yeah, scale to the back mass. quality. Uh, but you're getting pretty much the exact same gameplay out of it that you would on the PC, uh, which would expose a lot more people, I think, to the Battletech universe, which is such a diverse and ever-growing thing. Uh, So it kind of makes me sad in that regard, but I'm also glad that they're coming back to the PC where it belongs.
0: Yeah, Uh, I mean, my personal thoughts, I I like the idea that uh it is a pc exclusive one i think that the community really deserves something uh you know it did get the shaft in, in you know for the past i mean shit how many years i mean we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and uh you know not to mention um i believe that this this company and this uh you know production that's going to be happening will we'll just hopefully you know can grasp the reins and just sort of Bring light to the you know BattleTech and MechWarrior, and that it can bring in a lot of people, and I think that's what we're going for. So, and as far as graphics and stunning, uh, the second question is what game oh. engine? Oh, do we got another I question? just
1: yeah. Well, I just had one more comment too, is that um, really I think the um, player base of BattleTech, the fan base um, that are very avid uh, followers of you know anything BattleTech. Uh, are going to be ultimately happy with this. I I agree, uh, Catra, as far as maybe bringing new people into the game, the consoles would be nice. Uh, Maybe the the younger generations or whatever that um, didn't read the novels, didn't play the board game, uh, didn't play the earlier versions of MechWarrior, etc. But uh, I also think that this is going to be a nice little boost to our country's economy, because I guarantee people will be buying new computers when this game comes out. And not (laughs) to
0: mention... uh, just to bring a point, there was a lot of fear and anxiety about and speculation about it being a console and being developed for this and that. And that people were afraid of a mecha assault and people were worried about it having to be dumbed down and whatnot. So I, I definitely felt that when I was reading the the forums and and you know going back and
2: forth between
0: it, there, that was a fear. And so this does help alleviate that. And uh, you know, shout out to those guys. So. I think I uh, can move on. What do you guys think? Yep. Next one. Let's see. All right. Yeah, so we got we got the next one is what game engine is being used to develop the new MechWarrior game? As of right now, they basically said they'll announce it later. Um, I let let's run down. I mean, you've got UDK, you've got CryEngine, you've got Unity, uh, and then also you've got a whole plethora of other ones. Well, but, I
2: mean, even like SDK, Source.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you've got a ton. Um, I would shoot that they're probably going to use something that would be very, very uh, detailed as far as physics-based. Um, obviously, when you're talking about programming, they're having to, if they have access to code, they're going in there and basically creating this from, from the
1: ground up using. So
0: uh, we'll talk about that later when we have a little bit more. Um,
1: as far as the game engine, I mean, we all know, right, the, the, the third video that's on their dev blog... Uh, it has nothing to do with the final engine, right? No.
0: And that was, from what I understood, using UDK. Now, that right. was like a pitch demo for them back then. So, it, you know, it was just put together in there as a visual, ooh, ah, this is what we want to do. And then, obviously, reading their, the blog and the the interview post, they say they've got a lot of attention just from that.
1: So... One thing I'm hoping uh, that translates from that video into whatever engine they're using is the destructible environment. I want to see those buildings falling out from the mechs and so forth.
0: Yeah, and actually, I think they... um, In that interview on the IGN or whatever, Brandon, that we just read, they talked about the urban environment not being done properly in the past because of, just quite frankly, the limitations of the PC at the time uh, as far as uh, engine... Uh, horsepower, physics, uh, and all those combined in technology, it, we just weren't able to see that. I mean, Mech 4, uh, Mech 3, it, I mean, it was just a whole bunch of just square geometry, might have a little bit of different shape. That was pretty much it.
2: And yeah, and I mean, because of the poly count. Yeah, definitely that as well. I mean, even then, most of the urban maps were uh, you got a couple buildings on the outside, but in the center, you got like a, a square or a. Um, star, uh, starport, or, of like, just open, flat area with a couple skyscrapers or a couple buildings they are just, your cut and paste, uh, generic square building. Yeah,
0: and I think, uh, you know, games that just came out, like Battlefield 3 and stuff, I think one of the unique experiences in that game is that it's no longer just a, everyone's fighting on the same plane. Uh, and I think this is why it does make it more difficult in some instances. Now you've got a three-dimensional environment that stuff is not only happening on the level of the ground. You know, if there's going to be multiple levels, hills, I mean, it creates a realistic uh, you know, battlefield experience. And, uh, you know, situational awareness is one of the the key things that we're taught, you know, when we went through, you know, training for infantry and, and even tanks and whatnot, is you have to know what's around you because if you don't, I mean, you know, you could die, and I think uh, they translate that very well in the game. Not to mention, is that sort of, and this all sort of ties into the engine. What is the engine they're going to use bring? And that um, that actually ties into the next question, which is, will MechWarrior Online be DirectX 11 compatible? Now, I think why this brings sort of ties in is what kind of system, what kind of horsepower are you going to need? Um, aesthetically, you know, is it going to look brilliant? You know, what kind of are they? What is it going to look like as far as the art style? And uh, that's sort of yet to be announced. Obviously, we don't have in-game screenshots.
2: No, that's true. But, I mean, they do do go out of their way and say that it will support uh, uh, DX9 to 11. So, that's obviously... You're looking into the uh, dual-core duo generation for at least the uh, minimum specs, which is really good.
0: Yeah, and then all the way up to DX11. So, you know, uh, you'll be able to get all the... uh, high-poly normal maps and all the lights and whatnot and all the bells and whistles and smoke and you know so i think as far as that's concerned i think a lot of players and we got to keep in mind there are still people who play MechWarrior 4 and can't play you know um anything really higher than that and maybe you know uh, this might force them to upgrade i don't know um it's one of those things where i know it's a thin line for any company if you're developing something to push the bounds right i mean you need to uh, uh, use, you know, uh, physics. Use, you know, enhanced graphics as far as what can the engine do, and sometimes that comes at a cost of you need more horsepower. And if you don't have it, um, you know, so maybe they need to just step away from that, you know, 1990s build machine and upgrade. I don't know. So, all right. Any insights to the PC system requirements for MechWarrior Online? As of right now, there's no specifications, and I think right now we just sort of cover that. So let's skip on to the more juicy things. And we've got... um, When will we get more info on MechWarrior Online's gameplay and release date? Um, And they basically said when the information comes available, we'll let you know. And then they're going to be working very, very closely with the community, um, letting us know. And as far as exact release date, it's still to be determined, but 2012, guys, which um, I'm not going to lie, I definitely was crossing my fingers for 2012, I didn't think I told you that, Darren and Brandon, but I was saying I wouldn't be surprised if we saw 2013. Uh, now, that was because I speculated, and that's what we're doing right here, is we're sort of speculating, at the time, I was under the impression that the game was being developed for the Xbox. And my speculation sort of theory was, well, I heard Xbox 720, or supposedly, was being released in 2013, and maybe that was Microsoft's, you know, the IP rights, blah, 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 and I think, I obviously, I got that totally wrong. So, what do you guys think about 2012? I mean, are you guys stoked Um,
1: You know, honestly, uh, I was thinking it was going to be 2013 as well, even if they said 2012. But now I see in the fact that it says 2012 plus somewhere else on the site I saw, Summer 2012. Um, so I am very happy. I mean, it couldn't be too soon for me, obviously. Um, but also you you want it to be a good game when it releases. So I think that's great.
2: Uh, personally, I think 2012 is a really good year. Uh, it's only, what, eight months away they're estimating. Because uh, it's Summer 2012 is the uh, projection. But yeah, I was thinking either late 2012, like uh, fourth fourth quarter, or really early 2013. Um, I, that mainly based off the little sketch they kind of put out there two years ago, just with the Unreal Engine, how it looked and everything like that. Of course, we all know that wasn't what it was really going to look like, but just kind of like a tech demo of what they wanted to do. Um, but with graphics like that and this engine like that, it's definitely more in the realm of later on than Sooner. Uh, but, I mean, I'm happy with the Sooner it's released, and hopefully it's a really good product that they put out as well.
0: Yeah, and then I think that goes with just the developers and how much quality. And from, I mean, the sounds of it, they've got a crew that, one, is obviously dedicated to making you know something for us, but, two, they've probably got a bunch of Battletech nerds as well. I mean, and that's what it sounds like. I mean, I know the artist... He's a huge BattleTech, you know, nerd, and so awesome that he, you know, he was able to get hired or whatever, you know, for the the company and whatnot. So, um,
1: I think if you read the story about what they've been doing since basically two thousand eight, two thousand nine, to try and make this game happen, you know, it's in good hands because they've put basically they uh, risked their company in pursuing this title because of how hard it was to work with the intellectual property and um, to get the. Uh, game publishers to get on board with the project. Um, I'm assuming there's a lot of uh, BattleTech uh, geeks in this crew, and I think that bodes very well for the release. Yeah, and you brought up a good point. I mean, we're talking
0: about you know, I mean, I'm just throwing a ballpark figure—probably you know, a few million dollars. I mean, it, to to buy the IP rights. I mean, from what we understood is they, Microsoft doesn't own them anymore. I mean, unless maybe they just it's one of those things where you can buy the IP rights for X amount, but, you know, you don't own... Who knows? Maybe we can get some clarification on that from this. And, but you're talking about a lot of money. And, I mean, that's one of the things I think they struggled with was the publishers were wanting a surefire thing. And, you know, let's face it. Unfortunately, mechs and mech games sort of fell out. And, I mean, yeah, we've got this. You've also got games like Hawken and stuff that's being developed for the Xbox 360 freaking awesome game so far i'm wishing them luck uh, i mean whether or not you're into that or not i mean it's a mech game and their success you know transfers over to us and i, I think a few people on the forums even said that you know whether or not you you, you like it or whatnot you should support that because if you don't the, the genre in this sort of series gets
1: sort of pushed to the back shelves and so yeah and i think a, a part of the reason why um, the Battletech series of games fell out was because of um, Mech Commander 2 and uh, and Mech Warrior 4, the the things in Mech Warrior 4 that people were unhappy with. Now, I love Mech Warrior 4, but uh, we know that um, there was a lot of um, things that people had issues with in that game and um, that they basically said that they're... uh, working, you know, those those specific things that we've had issues with in all the MechWarrior games in the past, um, they're tackling those in the new release and, and making the gameplay better. And uh, I think that's good that they're acknowledging the weaknesses of the previous releases and uh, going to make something that we really like as fans.
0: Yeah, and I, I played the shit out of MechWarrior 4. I mean, hell, some of you guys out there, you know, probably shot me, killed me, blew me up under times, and I did the same to you guys. Uh, but it's one of those things that, I think at the time and place, all those games in the 90s, I mean, even like what you, you I know you're stoked about, like side and stuff, all those sort of hit one of those just, I, I don't know if it was just a plateau. And it, it, the technology and sort of what gamers want really wasn't out there now. And so that's why you see games that are focused on, yeah, it's cool that they got a, cool storyline and whatnot, but it's the multiplayer. I mean, it, that's where you get the players. I mean, whether if you're a company and you're looking at getting money from the players, obviously, because it's a company, but is having that persistent that the players can literally change the events that are going on in the game. EVE Online, huge, huge, huge. I mean, I've played it for like three years, but you're giving the player the ability to change things. Now, with that being said, um, obviously Battletech has a lot of history, so, um, and I think from what, I think we're going to cover that in a little bit, so I'll, I'll leave that, but I'm still... I know, we're getting film. carried away here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> so, alright, back to the focus, focus, Bill. Alright, here we go, here we go. Next question. Um, We got, what year is the Mechware Online game taking place? And uh, with this, in, and Darren corrected me a little while ago, is basically what they're doing is they're doing a running an offset timeline of the Battletech universe. Um. So basically, yeah, Darren, if you want to explain that one, that way I'll well, screw uh, things
1: up. <laughs> it's not screwing it up. We're all learning uh, as we read and, and get more info. But basically their answer is uh, MechWarrior Online is running an offset timeline of the Battletech universe. Uh, as of this writing, it is 2011, and the year uh, is 3048 within the game. In 2012, when the game is launched, it will be 3049. So basically an offset timeline means that um, you know we've already we already know the history of uh, 3048 3049 3050 on and so forth um but since there this is going to be a persistent uh universe within this game then there will be things that will probably be different from the the canon t- timeline that's that's laid out within the books and the uh other uh you know product from within the BattleTech universe so um, as since planetary control will be in the game, you know, that could be, we could be altering who really was controlling that planet within the, the canon timeline. So, so what you're
0: saying is it sort of leaves them, it leaves it open for them to input stuff that's not already there. And I think that's the thing is they're, they're probably, I don't think they'll change stuff that's already in stone. Obviously, you know, that'd be like, uh, no, but this happened. But it allows them to tell the story of something else that happens as well. And that yeah, as well.
1: I, I think that's a possibility, but more what I'm getting at is like, um, let's say we start our own, uh, Merc Corp, I think is what they're calling it. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. Really so we start our own Merc Corp and we go to some planet and raise hell and do whatever to take control of the planet or alter who controls it. Well, we never existed in the, you know, the, the real BattleTech story. So that's what I'm talking about as far as an offset timeline. Um, that that little things can change i do not think that they're going to change any of the um you know the the backbone of the timeline um i think that they'll just allow us the players to make little uh alterations but nothing uh significant yeah and with
0: this now again we, on our different uh google docs that we were arranging everything to talk about one of the things we are looking at is, well, if the timeline is 3049 and they've already said it's, you know, it's basically when the clans come back and invade. Is this going to be all multiplayer or is there going to be some PVE? Now, what that means is, are you able to hop in with your Lance and whatever? And there's missions that are against AI and APCs and whatnot. And the reason I, I say this is how do they introduce the clan technology? Are you able to get the clan technology? Our player is going to be able to play the clans, and, and it opens up a whole new door. As of right now, um, it looks like uh, the main houses: uh, Karita, Davion, Steiner, Merrick, and Liao. Um And obviously, if you're going to play a merc, so it, it'll be interesting how they implement that. Um, you know, whether I think it'd be really cool you to just be able to do missions or whatnot. So it's not always about uh, PvP, but you know, what do you guys think about that? I mean, is that something that you guys would enjoy to where you could get other equipment or sea bills or whatnot? And the more and more you, you know, how do you balance that between what you can use during PvP? And is there a transition of can you lose a mech? You know, I mean, what sort of you know, I think you're
1: asking a lot right there. Yeah, we need to focus <laughs> yeah. on this. Uh, yeah, all right.
2: Wait, I think we're getting more into the gameplay here. I think we're just trying to powerhouse right through with some of these questions and you just get into what we want to talk about. <laughs> see, see, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. All right, so it's taking place uh, and it's going to be launched at 3049. It looks like the date, you know, they're talking about. Obviously, if you guys out there, right before the clan invasion, I myself, as Phelan Kel, you know, I disappear in the periphery and I'm declared dead. You know, you guys know the story. Good riddance so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right next question we'll just roll on. thank you guys for you know getting me on track so we've got will mech warrior online have mech melee combat now there's a lot of mech ninjas out there who'd love to just like dfa and like go crazy and whatnot and it's just it, oh, yeah. as far as a game yeah as far as a game development uh, i'm sure it's not easy to do and implement uh Games have had physical damage to where, you know, I'm in my mech and I run up against Brandon here. It does physical damage, but it, it's not like, a, you know, I can run out run hunt oh, no, in my like... face.
1: Yeah, I it's, think it's... the main reason people ask this question is in regards to the DFA. Everybody wants that, the <laughs> death from above. Um, but actually, I think that that's the easiest um, to implement. What I think would be really challenging to number one make effective and number two and most important look good is punching and kicking. I can't see them making that look good yeah. at all. And so and right it-
0: now they, they basically said they're not doing melee combat, but they may look at it over you know as game progression goes. And it's one of those things that um, you know, bring up BF three. Right now, you know, when you knife someone and or when you there's animations. So you gotta think from from a designing standpoint. Each mech would have to have a certain animation, or you'd have to press a certain button. It just—it is probably a pain in the ass. So, um,
2: as of right now, not going to happen. I mean, definitely with what uh, Baum was saying there, with the punching and kicking. I mean, you even have mechs uh, such as the Hatchetman that's just relying so much on a gigantic axe or a sword or something like that for its main primary weapon. I imagine that would be really hard to implement into a game, especially with uh, balancing issues. So, I mean, if you think about it a five ton ax coming down on something is going to go pretty much right through it. And I mean, it's not going to be fun once you get in that close combat uh, situation with something so powerful in that situation that no matter what you do, you're going to end up losing. Just be not a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But you know, uh, PK, you bring up the battlefield three knifing somebody um, and, and the animation that that uh, sets into play. I think that would actually be a great solution for, um, punching and kicking and using the hatchet, man. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I think that would be a solution, but I don't know how hard that is to implement. So I guess yeah, we'll just see. I'm sure
0: it's a total bitch. And if you guys haven't seen it in 3 it's one of those things where when you run up behind an enemy or in the vicinity, you can like press, you know, your knife button and it's a preset animation that, you know, you go in there and you knife and they can't do anything. Now, uh, that may be a system they can implement where you know but it, it's one of those hard things that I won't be sad if it's not in there because I' be shoot you from sniping positions so it
1: always right. you know that always um hinders the hatchet man i mean that that it's a bummer for that specific mech but uh and because of that are you I, gonna do
0: we might not see some of the mechs in there because unless you they sort of change him instead of a hatchet maybe he's got a shield or something and it just i, I don't know it, it's It's one of those things that we can't have at all, but, you know, and some of those mechs were designed just around physical combat. So, All right, next question. Will LRMs, which, if you guys don't know, long-range missiles in MechWarrior Online, be guided or unguided? Um, Now, it says they will be semi-guided, and the facts goes in a little bit more detail. Um, They don't actually mean they home in directly on the target. They, They basically says there's a chance of them missing, Will still be in the gameplay and the use of R and four system and uh, ammunition. So they do say munitions have a part. So you've got different munitions, so cluster and regular. And that's pretty cool. Um, what well, do
1: you think they mean by semi-guided?
0: What I mean is, um, it's almost uh, the, the picture I have is sort of like in the video you saw when the missiles went out. They, it's almost like. You know the robotech where they of spread yeah. out, you know, and then they come back in, but it's not like pinpoint. The LRM's <laughs> aren't hitting just one area. It's it's going to be almost
1: like a cone of cone of fire, I guess per se. So, I kind of you know. like the idea that they're presenting here. When I first read it, I was like, "What are they?" You know, like I didn't understand semi guided. Um, you know, either you lock on and they home in on that lock, or they don't. But um, I like the idea that there's a chance of missing and um, and that also things like the Artemis IV and, and different types of munitions will also affect it. Um, so, yeah, I think that they're going in a good direction here. I, of course, it'll be the actual gameplay that decides, but I think that this will help make it so that our LRMs are not uh, overpowered. If I can yeah. just
2: uh, bump in here for a minute again.
1: Even, uh, no, yeah. I feel
2: like they're going almost kind of like the old novels and the uh, tabletop game where there's always a chance where maybe you'd send off a volley of maybe 10 LRMs, and maybe only five or six of them hit, even with a lock-on. There's always that chance that not every single one collided, and maybe some got uh, landed a bit short, maybe there was a malfunction, and some didn't even leave the tube, uh, which it was fired from. So, I mean, I'm very happy with what's going on here. It seems a lot more in tune to what uh, Battletech and Mechware was actually uh, very close to representation and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it, something... I'm sorry. I was,
0: no, I was going to say, you, you go first, I'm guessing.
1: Well, the the thing to me that also is unanswered here is, at which, you know, there's a lot unanswered as far as the clans go, but when they come in, are they going to have their LRM technology? Is that going to be better than the sphere Is that going to be actual true locks, etc.? So um, I still think that there's a little mystery to what the ultimate LRM uh Technology line might look like, but uh, but I do approve of of what they're going for here.
0: And it, and I think the last line they have that is finding a good balance between gameplay and staying true to canon. Now, all of us BattleTech fans out there, we're a hardcore group, guys, and it's very hard to stray from some things without people calling foul or WTF or what the hell have they done to my Marauder, you know? And it's one of those things where they are taking a tabletop rendition in the mech war and stuff, and they're turning into a real, you know, live 3 environment. And it comes down to gameplay. It, it, and so if something isn't perfect, you know, don't scream foul. It's there, it's there for a reason. And I think one of the missiles, the reason I bring this up is, remember mech Four, Three freaking missile boats you'd have, you know, <laughs> just mechs lining up with 20s five, <laughs> six of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the guy, you know, and it was... Just one quick thing is, if we're talking about LRMs and they came up with the system, it should be unique on how they do the other ones. All the missiles, autokin stuff, going to be less accurate than how they are right now, which I think would be a good thing. All
1: right. Yeah, i you know, um, game balance, I think, is one of the most difficult things to accomplish, and that's as as BattleTech geeks that we are. You know, we all, we want everything to be as canon as possible, but I think we need to give um, these, these companies a, a break as far as um, not everything being absolutely 100% perfect. Because gameplay and game balance is super important, and the game would basically suck if we stuck 100% to canon.
0: Yeah, I mean, things gotta change, um, and I'm sure we'll find out more and more about that, so... All right, let's move on. Will there be vehicular combat alongside mechs for the players this time? At the moment, we're not following up with combined arms, tanks, hovercraft, jets, aerospace. Um, So obviously...
1: I don't think you said uh, hovercraft by accident there, did you? No. (laughs) I know your particular bias (laughs) with vehicles in (laughs) mech games, so I know that you're very happy with this answer.
0: Now... I'm gonna let okay. I'll go first. That way you guys can tear me apart. I love a mech. I you know I I don't read Mech Warrior, or or the novels BattleTech. I don't. I haven't played them since I was 13 because of the tanks. I play them because of the mechs. Now, granted, I love reading about said desk commando and you know going behind the lines and chop. You know I love all the other stuff. I love the arrow. You know I love the battles and sp- I, I, but my love is you know the mechs and. Uh, you know, MWL has done a great job, and I think you, you see the combined arms uh, with that, and it works really well. It's just, it, it, t- it does take a focus away from the mechs, um, which isn't a bad thing if that's what you're going for. And uh, so that's where, I think that's one of those things you just have to decide is, are we doing mechs, or are we doing everything else? I mean, in a realistic environment, you would have a Battlefield 3 style throwing mechs. That's realistic. I mean, uh, you know, even in the novels, it talks about mechs units would have infantry regiments attached. It would have armored regiments. It would have arrow wings attached. So you're talking about, you know, it, it, it's more than one level of combat's going on. Now, again, this is a game. You know, we're, we're talking about mechs. So I'm all about just having the mechs. Now, that being said, and I'll leave leave you guys to answer this, it says for players to play. But does this mean is there AI? Because again, um, is there PVE missions? Uh, you know, how do they go about that? Is there, is it always PvP, or can you do other stuff? So, are there tanks, aerospace, possibly even dropships? You know, a mission that you have to tackle or something. I don't know. What do you guys
2: think?
1: Well, um, hmm. I mean, this is this is a big question. I think that um, all most probably BattleTech fans are, uh, you know, interested in this because of the mechs. That's really what sets it apart from any other sci-fi or whatever, you know? Um, so, but like you, I love in the stories, you know, every single aspect of whether it's, you know, infantry, uh, vehicles, space, whatever. Um, that's part of the big picture. But what I really, really like that is different from any of my other interests is the battle mechs. Um, and like you said, uh, mwll and for those who don't know that's mech warrior living legends you can go to uh dot um i think they do a great job of implementing the other vehicles and and even battle armor um but you know that's it's it's a it's a tough thing to do because then you get people like uh you pk who particularly don't like the vehicles and um, it can be hard to balance that and so my personal feeling is that I'm very happy that, that this is going to be mech only as far as players um, I'm an old uh, you know I, I played uh, multiplayer battletech Solaris uh, back in the late 90s on AOL and um, you know that was completely mech only I loved it I know that there's a lot of people out there that played that and are have been looking for an update and to me that this is you know this basically sounds like that update um and so yeah i'm i'm very happy that this is going to be mech focused whether uh ai or whatever use vehicles um if if it works then i'm happy and if it you know it's better without it then i'm happy with that as well
0: now what do you think brian i mean you're one of the younger guys correct oh yeah
1: (laughs) okay and so
0: again he he's came into mech war and battletech um at a sort of different age set. So I mean what
2: what are your opinions about it? Like
0: what are you a tanker at heart,
2: you know, well, what I mean Well, right I've always been fascinated with the mech part of it. I mean, with the novels it's always been glorifying the mech, glorifying uh mechular combat, honor, knights of the sphere, clans, everything like that. Everything revolves around the mech. Uh, even with the earlier games, everything was mech. Uh, the only exception to that, really, at the time, that I can that I remember really well was uh, Mech Commander Gold, uh, which allowed you to basically, I think it was one of the first ones, I'm not entirely sure that allowed you to at least take control of uh, tanks, hovercraft, um, aerospace assets, but, I mean, that was only time strikes and stuff like that. But, I mean, mech warrior itself has always been a mech simulator. It it's never been uh, besides Living Legends. I mean that that's a mod though for uh, another game. Uh, but I mean, MechWar has always been about mech to mech combat. It's always been about the mechs. It's never been about the armor and infantry and stuff like that. Well, I guess I I kind of came in around the end of MechWarrior three. But I, if I remember correctly, you could be an elemental in that. I was not <laughs> entirely yes, sure. Yeah. Yes,
0: and 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 i think that brings up it it's a it's a hard thing to balance because um you know it, even in today uh today's game um you know we use bf3 in a realistic environment if i'm a tank and i'm up against infantry i mean and i'm a tanker in real life you know uh, i've been on t- it would be very very easy to mow down i mean one bolt bu- one bullet one kill i mean that sort of thing and so when you transfer over stuff to all right you've got mechs tanks air um, and I think one of the things you could balance and I think this is if, if they were to implement this, how they could do it, is they could use sort of the um, world of tank sort of drop style to make sure that if, you know, one aerospace is in the game that one aerospace is on the other team and sort you know, sort of thing. But, um, you know, I, I'm up to the idea. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do it because of the AI. Um, because right now they're saying for no players. Uh, but it does leave open the idea of implementing it later on. I mean, all these things we're talking about later on may happen. so so
1: for talking about things that may happen if I were to speak regarding this issue uh my my kind of wish list, um what I would like to see the the way for them to implement uh, vehicles is like for example, maybe a scouting recon mech, and if you train the the correct skills for it. You could, for example, call in an airstrike or call in an artillery strike or something like that, where it would be uh, AI or you know based on a player's uh, request, but it wouldn't be something that he may be playing. So I, that would be something that I think that would be a way for them to do it, and it would be cool. So you like
0: to use the tag system to tag something, and exactly out of the sky, your comes you know aerospace. You
1: know, because really like- aerospace or something that that's how they are in them novels. You know, they're in and out, and it's not like. Uh, they're flying around at you know thirty miles an hour, um, you know, shooting the mechs over and over again. They do a flyby, and that's what yeah. I think well, it could be. How I think it could be applied here. With that
2: being said, as well, I mean, uh, with regard to the novels, it wasn't until much later, especially with the time frame we're talking as well, it wasn't until much later that aerospace became much more of a mech uh, scrimmage scrimmager because you had the uh, clans and the honor system. Once you engage, you couldn't disengage. Uh, At that point, I mean, that then was the Cyclism of Matter where you had Aerospace taking on mechs. And uh, with uh, regards to what PK said earlier as well, uh, with the World of Tank drop menu, um, I mean, if you wanted to implement tags to hovercraft where it would match you up one-on-one with the introduction, I mean, even if we get the introduction of the clans, uh, that World of Tank system could also be substituted for like... um, well, it would have to be clan to clan, but a, a bidding system where you could bid out infantry, or you could bid out your mechs, or you could bid out your tanks for whatever else you wanted. Yeah. All right. Let's move Lots on. Lots of forward. possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's focus. I'm telling you. Yeah. My <laughs>
0: focus. All right. So the next one is: Will I be able to fully customize my mech loadout, decals, paint job, and equipment? Here's verbatim the answer: You will be able to customize your loadout decals paint job and equipment so boom but when it comes to armor weapons and accessories player please refer to the previous question and answer which was
1: at the moment sense
0: yeah maybe there's something scrambled but yeah um this has always been a big hot topic between mech fans and uh to be honest i think uh we could spend hours on this
1: um but you know what so since they're okay we got to figure what this figure out <laughs> what this means because when, it's, because when it comes to armor, weapons, and accessories, please refer to the previous question and answer. So in other words, we don't know whether we're going to be able to modify those because the previous question and answer didn't have anything to do with this. So how is this out of place and how can we answer this part?
0: Um, I would say that load out, it does answer loadout, decals, paint job, and equipment. So Right. Uh, so that's
1: cool. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Now,
0: how they do that, that's the question I wanted is they said, load out, okay. Um, right now, uh, you've got the MechWare 3 model, which is basically uh, all the mech games up until then, basically as far as the how you could configure mech. And it was just sort of like the tabletop. And then you had Mech 4, which did a different... It was a hardpoint uh, slash crit system. It was different. I did see why they tried to do that. Um, uh, for instance... Uh, are you able to just hot swap any mech in any weapon? You know, blah 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 blah. Then you're talking on. So it's one of those things. How are they going to do it? Again, we can uh, we can sit hours on this. Um, are they going to have different variants of the same mech? So you know, have that atlas and then have you know A B C D. You know, basically the different variants of that. And then you could customize the layouts on that. So you'd have a lot of different variabilities
1: well what is the what is the difference between loadout and armor weapons and accessories because yeah. they're saying that the loadout is customizable but when it comes to armor weapons and accessories maybe know.
0: maybe we might see something like mech commander where you've got and i'm just throwing this out there speculation <laughs> is where you'd have a Armored variant, a weapon variant, and a jump variant. I don't know. It's one of those Well, words. okay.
1: So what we do understand here is decals and paint job for sure. Yeah. Okay? So that I think is great. I think that, you know, um, if you're going to be releasing a game these days and stay competitive, that's something obviously that the players love to do. And it makes being in a particular uh, merc... Corp or whatever, you know, more personal and and makes you more attached to what your mechs look like and so forth. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think that's great. Having
0: a black timber wolf, you know, walking, you know, through, hey, you know, that was PK or, you know, whatever. I mean, Uh that really takes it home to the player. This is my freaking mech. And then he even said, by the way, if we're talking about uh, this is you're actually going to be able to create an avatar or not an avatar, but an actual player. And so, you you customize what you look like as well. So, I don't know if that meant the actual player, like uh, like a human, or if that meant the mech. But being able to customize, so do you look like your mercenary group and their paint scheme, or are you separate and you've got your polka dots and whatnot?
2: You know, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, dollar signs all over mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for uh, if we hear we get the urban back first one, first person to paint it up with a penis.
1: You know, of um, course we're gonna see that. The one thing. <laughs> Or uh, and, and
0: then equipment. Yeah, I know,
1: right? The... Equipment, I'm assuming, is, you know, jump jets, uh, ECM. Engine. Like, EC- kind of like uh, Mech Warrior 4 had the equipment, uh, you know, swap outs or whatever. Yeah,
2: enhanced yeah. optics and that sort of stuff. And right. like, I guess a lot of
0: it can be, uh, is gonna we're going to have to wait because that, like I said, we could speculate for hours, but until we get a little bit more, like, all right, they show us, like, sort of like a hardpoint system or, you know, then we can say, okay, well, that's what they did, you know. So on that affirmative, note, again, let's
1: move on. Yeah. Or so.
2: I don't know, just hold on. Um, just when it says here, when it comes to armor, weapons, and accessories, I'm wondering if they're meeting specific ones. Like for armor, is it all going to be FF, or are we going to have the option for reflective, and that sort of stuff? And weapons, like, is it going to be PPCs, or are we ever going to see uh, Clan ER PPCs and that sort of stuff? I think that's more what they're asking, not so much how it refers to the customization.
1: The the problem though is that we have no idea what their answer is because they're referring to a previous post that doesn't exist. Yeah. So that's just <laughs> unless, kind of a mystery until we get more that, information. But then it's one of those where now it's really just, bad what? interpretation. <laughs> Alright.
0: So uh, next question. Can I get out of the mech? Um, will you be able to get out of the mech? No. Um, the whole point their their answer is you are the mech warrior and you're in a first person perspective.
1: Now I'm all for
0: it. Yeah, yes. I'm down with this. <laughs> in the cockpit, let's not have any Mech 4 jump snipe Nova Cats and whatnot and Temp- Tempest where you could see over the hill and blah blah blah. So, yep. you're in the cockpit and I, what I really like is, even from those videos, if you watch the 3015 trailer or mm-hmm. some of the if you've been to the website and forums and you watch the sort of mockups of until then, is the utter chaos of your Mech fucking going getting torn apart and if you don't eject you're dead and just that just (laughs) noise bells i mean there's smoke there i mean everything's going you know to hell in a handbasket in inside your cockpit and you you know you're you're seeing him reach down and pull the ejection and i think that is free it'll add detail i mean can you imagine i mean it's you know, you're, you've got a little bit of armor left, you're fighting, fine, boom, all of a sudden, just, you know, all this is going on. And I think that's
1: really, really. Important. I do need to interject here, though, that you were saying no uh, because of the first person perspective, no looking over the hills and so forth. But actually, I think later in one of these other questions, it will say that they are considering third person.
0: Now, it's just how they do that. Is it third person line of sight? Is it third person? You can see whatever. I mean, in that uh, it it drastically changes the gameplay. Like World of Tanks, you have third person view, but it's based on a line of sight. You know, granted, it's not realistic line of sight. The advantage,
1: though, if you're using World of Tanks as an example, is that if somebody else has line of sight of a tank that's around a corner from you or over a hill, if you're in third person view, and you can then look over the hill and see which way that enemy is facing, for example. So you can can get information you wouldn't get in real life in a third-person perspective. Yes. It, I wouldn't even be. Hey, they're only considering it, so that maybe yeah. they won't do it.
2: I mean, even then, uh, would would certain... I don't really want to say servers, and so we don't know how it's going to look or anything like that. Or even if uh, it's just going to be servers hosted by them or matchmaking, that sort of thing. But I wonder, would there be an option where certain game types would lock you in first person and other ones will allow you to possibly switch back and forth?
0: And and this brings up another thing. is Just because they allow you to have third person, that doesn't mean it allows you to have HUD. That doesn't mean it allows you that you're at a 45 degree above the mech and you can see everything. You know what I'm saying? If uh, you, know, you may I know...
1: not be able to basically engage in third it person. May,
0: or if it does, maybe there's a limited hud and now you've got a over the shoulder or at the hip. Now, those things uh, you know add a a tremendous amount of I mean, can you imagine being uh you know, you, you're walking with your your mech, you know, firing stuff and you've got that perspective from the hip or the shoulder. And, you know, you could go back in the mech if you wanted to, uh, you know, maybe have a little bit more bells and whistles, but you just want your crosshairs and you're out there just wielding and gunning.
1: So... Well, the bottom line is there's two reasons for wanting a third-person perspective. One is because we all love to look at the mechs. That's I, I, that's one of the... Yeah. You want to look at the dang mech. Uh, the second is because it gives you more perspective. It makes you... It allows you to see things that you wouldn't be able to see in a first-person perspective. And to me... Um, you know, as much as I love looking at those sexy mechs, I would like to see it stick to first person. Yes, agreed.
2: I mean, right. That's one of the things as well. Like with uh, with MechWarrior Four and Mercenaries, I always found myself in pure tech servers. Now, I'm not saying we should always. We should just stick to pure tech, but I've always just loved that everyone's in first person. No one has an advantage. Same I like. playing field, and yeah,
0: just like you said, it doesn't give. And and that's gameplay and, and experience. And that was one of the things with Mech 4, unfortunately. If you were in a, uh, you know, open, whether you could be, you were at a disadvantage and it basically forced you to play third person because if you didn't, you,
1: you would be dead. at a severe disadvantage. And, yes. and, and you know, I personally uh, like handicaps. Handicaps make you play better. You know, it makes it much more realistic as far as a combat environment. Um you know, the bottom line is, it's really hard to sneak up on somebody when they're in third-person perspective. But in real life, you can sneak up on people, you know, or mechs or whatever. And, so.
0: And and all this plays into uh, well, shit. Uh, let, let's, <laughs> I could talk about radar. I could talk about you know the angle. Uh, there's a ton of stuff, and hope we'll do that in another one. Yep, um,
1: yep.
0: All right. So next up on the list uh, is. Will the clans make an appearance or cameo? Obviously, and let me tell you what the response is, smiley face, yes. Um, If that doesn't just
1: hold on, that's not a smiley face, that's a winking smiley face.
0: Very important detail. (laughs) And I I think that uh, it adds a lot, because okay, um, mechs, clan technology, clan story, um, is it and that's the thing is, I'm wondering is how much salvage, uh, you know, the, the mech lab, you know, the, I mean, it just brings a whole plethora of questions to my mind, like market, you know, how, how are you going to get access? Uh, how much access? Uh, one of the things I would be sort of hesitant about is the amount of clan tech on the field. Yeah. I and mean, it goes back to, you know, me and you talking, uh, Darren is, um, you know, when, when you're out there and you see a particular pilot or particular mech, you know, that sort of ooh, ah, or that oh shit factor, you know, does that kick in, you know? And so that should be interesting how they do that because you don't want clan tech to just roll over as far as sweeping the market and everybody can get it and everybody owns it. So, and as far as claners, is players are players going to be able to play them? Or you know, is it just one of those things where you'll just have to suck it up and maybe later on? I don't
2: know. Right. If I can jump in here for a minute, you brought up a couple of points here I want to touch on. Uh, the, well, the, we'll go off the uh, most recent one you said there. Will players be able to play as clanners? Well, with that question as well, are, is each character or each player only allowed to have one character? Will there be almost like EVE Online there uh, where you're able to have the three three different identities And with that being said, when the clans are introduced, um, probably, I don't know when they're going to be introduced, no one really does. Uh, Will we be able to create a secondary character who is a clansman?
0: Yeah, Uh, I think there could be a lot going off this, Um, uh, but I don't want to stray too far from the questions. Obviously, clans, invasion, freaking awesome. MechWarrior 2, mercs, amazing game uh by far i would say the best out of all the mech games me personally that's me saying it and it seems to be this is almost basically what we're talking about you're, you're a merc company and you're able to have said assets and buy set assets and have said mech warriors i mean it's mech warrior 2 mercs remade into an online um awesome so you will see the I plans think- they are invading and you'll see
1: us soon. Yeah, and I, I and I and I think it. really the the timeline when they're introducing the game answered this question in and of itself. Of course, yeah. the clans are going to be there. <laughs> so, um, and I'm excited to see how they implement the clans. Uh, and obviously, if it's players can uh, play clan, then they're going to have some serious game balance issues to deal with. And uh, I would be interested to see how they tackle that. Was that? Think
2: Oh, if I can well, just hop in here right. one more time. Sorry. You. Um, you with P- with that being said, uh, clan balancing and stuff like that, and what PK said earlier in the same discussion here with the uh, the market, is it going to be a uh, player market, like players able to trade with each other? And if so, how how is that going to change how clan weaponry and clan equipment is going to be seen on the battlefield when when it's first introduced? Maybe it trickles down slowly but how high are those prices going to be and how much are you willing to sacrifice of your sea bills to get on a hold of that technology?
0: And I think that goes into how much is out there on the market and how does it get on the market? Is it by these uh, story-driven battles that happen or is it by PvE missions? Uh, you know, it, it will be interesting to see. And again, I, they have to be careful because you don't want to flood the market. And that also being said, is, are they going to restrict it to clan tech only on clan mechs? You know, I don't know. We, we've got a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we just sort of dove into that one plenty and, uh, we can move on to the next. Now, this is a nice one. We, it says basically, can you list the mech designs that will be included in the release at their answer? They confirm the Atlas, the hunchback and the Jenner. Um. Obviously, if we're talking about 3048 time frame, 3049, um, a lot of IS mechs. Now, what I would like to see is as many, if not more, than MechWarrior 2 Mercs. Uh, MechWarrior 2 Mercs, I mean, had so many mechs. Now, that being said, these mechs, are their concept art, amazingly awesome. Um, Again, FD, if you're... Listening to this, we know it's you, buddy. Just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> but his renditions of these mechs are beautiful. Um, it's very... Uh, their designs, how he's how he's constructing them, is very uh, military. Now, what I mean by that is the cockpits uh, aren't big and bulbous and stuff. No, you'd want that to be sparingly small. Um, armor plates extruded. They look like... You, you can almost tell that one would have an age to look to it. But, you know, that's not, and, you know.
1: Yeah, he, I love his work. Always have from the first day I saw it. And, um, and that's exactly what I love about his designs. Is his, he does very militaristic. And what I mean by that is uh, realistic uh, designs. Like, like you would see, you know, this is an actual combat vehicle. It's not made to look all curvy and sexy, even though I totally think his stuff looks sexy. Um, it's made for its function, and it looks, you know, this is a, a a military vehicle that's meant to make people cower in fear, and I would if I saw this stuff coming at me.
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, when I first saw his uh, work, it was on uh, TG, and, I mean, I fell in love with it right away. Um, by far, probably some of the best artwork I've seen at least, I mean, I've always been a fan of the old style, the old retro 80s look type of thing, but I mean, this stuff here, this is what I've always imagined BattleMech should look like. It's Torn awesome. up, scarred, everything.
0: Um, now, this being said, uh, obviously we got the three. Uh, in five seconds or less, what mech would you like to see in the game, Darren? Archer. Brandon. Centurion. Ah, you took mine. Uh, second, Caesar. Uh, I've always had this fashion. I, I don't know why. It's the Caesar mech. If you don't know what it is, Sarna.net. Go check it out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, will we see? I think that's one thing with these developers and their passion <laughs> that we'll see mechs that maybe we haven't seen or we haven't seen in a while because, to be honest, MechWarrior 3 mechs, it was the same shit in Mech 4. Let's, let's explain you know, uh, yeah, it's all well and good, but, and uh, this is why I like the sort of time frame they picked, too, is it's going to involve the IS. So, you know, clans aside, let's see and, you know, get used to the IS mechs and whatnot, and, and, you know, they've sort of been pushed to the back burner. Now, my
1: answer, the Archer, leads into the next question, which I'm going to take here, um, which is, will the unseen mechs make it into the game after all? And the reason that question is after all is because of the video we've all seen with the Warhammer, and the speculation that uh, was spreading about after you know the rumors of uh, intellectual property problems and so forth. Um, their answer: looked forward to a future announcement. So basically, no answer. But my feeling and speculation, of course, is that uh, we are going to see the unseen mechs, if not all of them, uh, you know, at least a few of them, yeah, including I mean... the Warhammer
0: they haven't taken the video down of the warhammer and or pictures so um basically if you haven't followed it's it's always been this sort of uh, speculation and debates about well harmony gold's involved and blah blah blah, this and this is why straight from their mouths now there could be more details but they said no harmony gold wasn't an issue so i think there was a lot more and i've read uh, some some blog or forum posts about this but I don't think it was a big a part in decision I, do, I don't think it was really an issue so that's really cool because all of us love the older marauder and you know the rifleman but I will say this um, the new design ones uh, I, I guess it was called Project Phoenix the new most some of I should say some of the new redesigned ones as far as T.O.R., I do like compared to the older now. I know that's, like, hearsay to some of you guys out there, and I'm going to get, like, death threats and shit. <laughs> um, and even Darren has threatened to kill me. So there are some mechs that I don't like, and I like the new ones. The Stinger, you know, the the Griffin, you know, the... Now, the problem is,
1: I was a fan of both Robotech and Battletech. Yeah, Battl- we know, are
0: <laughs> old. We know, and, and I understand. And so that <laughs> connection... But you also look, and this is why I like FD's work, is, you know, the, the the stinger mech. It's not really a lamb, you know, but the T-R-O-R of the old was, you know, the lamb. And, and anyways, it'll be awesome to see what they come out with and what is actually in there. And I'm looking forward to it. And I, I really think that if they're talking about it online, um, and especially pay-to-play. And, then, and then that's the thing, is what mechs will be in-game, which ones will be available to the public, and which ones... Can or you will have to buy to get
1: so the, you know, and here's the bottom line for me um, I'm a total diehard fan of the unseen mechs, always will be. Um, to me, my perspective, the redesigns are just they're different mechs. The, the Marauder, yeah, looks cool, but it's not a Marauder, you know, to me. But that being said, this game sounds so good and it's what I want so bad that this is not a make it or break it for me. If they use the new designs, I will live with it.
0: And actually, check them out, guys. If you don't know what the new ones are, go to sarn.net or whatnot. A lot of them, I think, look good. Now, granted, there are a few. I love the iconic Marauder. I love the iconic Rifleman. You know, Some of these old ones, Shadow. I love those. I don't want those to change. But the new ones... Uh well, the new Marauder <laughs> looks good. The new Rifleman, I think, it looks horrible. <laughs> just me personally. Um, but all right, so
2: on to the next question. Um, well, I mean, uh, nope, nope, with no even with the unseen Max, I mean, you got a new artist on board. I wonder what his vision of what these Max should look like. Wonder what that will look like. I mean, he's done excellent work so far. I just wonder what he sees in these unseen Max.
0: Yeah, and and that. Good point there. Before we move on, because look at the atlas. You know, people are like, "Oh, that looks freaking awesome." Well, that doesn't look like anything like the tier per se. Now, when he does his stuff, it's functional and and just if you were an actual engineer uh, and like that's how and why you do that. But, um, it's
1: more, it's more like I think that's his take on the TRO What he's done is taken it to the next level. It, this it could have gone good or bad. The fact is, he does good work, and that's why it works. And nobody's gonna, you know, or at least and most people awesome are not gonna he, complain. You know, it's you. You bow down. Yeah, we know it's you. <laughs> nah, joking. There's no
0: confirmation on that, by the way. It's all speculation. Speculation, speculation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right.